Hey everyone, this is Jody Vesley here again with the Heartway Pastor and Missionary Caregiver Podcast. We are in Season 5, Episode 8 today, and we're going to be talking about the topic of telling others about your decisions, and this is in the overall theme of our season of podcasts in making decisions. And so uh, we're going to be speaking specifically about major decisions today. And uh, before we get too far into this and really dive into some of the meat here, I want to uh, put out there again, uh, for those of you who who listen to our podcast and uh, find it beneficial, uh, if you have any feedback, especially on what uh, maybe a season six could look like some some topics addressed. Please uh, feel free to email me at jodie at heartwaycare.org. Um, if you have me on Facebook, of course, you can message me that way. Um, yeah, so I don't want to do a season of podcast on something that's very controversial. That's not really what this podcast is about. This podcast is about helping uh, Christians primarily uh, with issues of the source, helping people with issues of the source. And uh, because of the the nature of the Heartway Pastor and Missionary Caregiver Ministry, a lot of what is spoken on uh, relates very well to uh, those who serve in ministry are, or are family members uh, of those who serve in ministry. Uh, one other uh, quick promo I, I would like to do before we dive into this is uh, this is for this June, uh, June 19th through 22nd. My wife, Gabby, and I will be in Spokane, Washington, and we will be hosting a TCK Transition Seminar. And so what is this? Uh, TCK stands for Third Culture Kid. So in this case, um, it's for uh, missionary kids, church planning kids, stateside foreign, uh, ages 15 to 23. And uh, or, or have recently come off the field in the past few years. And uh, the, the seminar is designed not only to uh, help you connect with others who are in similar situations as, as, uh, as these TCKs are, but um, also just to help to have a smoother transition uh, into adulthood. Uh, and that, that will benefit the, the uh, TCK and, and, the, and the missionary parents. And so I, I would just really, if you, if you uh, know of a missionary that, that has kids those age, or, or you yourself are listening and have kids that age, uh, please uh, get in touch with me. Uh, we'd love to have them uh, as a part of that seminar. And there's a an opportunity uh, to win um, a one thousand dollars scholarship for two two of the TCKs that will be there. So uh, that's that's an incentive uh, right there on top of all the great information uh, that you'll be receiving during uh, those few days this June. So uh, on that note, uh, we, we are going to go ahead and transition over 
to telling others about our major decisions. You know, when my wife and I told people we were going to Russia as missionaries, we had some negative reactions. And that is really rough. Man, that will be especially tough on your wives. So I'm sharing that info with you not to discourage you, but to help you when you do get the negative reactions upon telling people of major life decisions that you've made. I'm going to tell you right now as a missionary going to the foreign field, if you think everyone is going to be completely thrilled and celebrating your decision, you are going to be sorely, sorely disappointed. So in telling others about your big life decisions, whether it be getting married, a major job change, a major move, having a child, on and on, lower your expectations of how you think others will react. You know, it's funny, just real quick on this idea of lowering expectations. In general, that's not a great thing to do. But it does have its place. I used to joke a lot in, 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 with a somewhat serious uh, view on this, but I, w- I would tell missionaries uh, in, in St. Petersburg and, and Russia while we were there, uh, you just need to lower your expectations <laughs> on what you're going to get accomplished on the day and what, uh, and what you think is going to happen because things move slowly there. Uh, people make decisions slowly there. And, and so uh, us coming in with our Western mindset, our quick change mindset, our we're going to get a whole lot of done very efficiently mindset, uh, you'll be humbled very, very, very quickly in, in, a, in a context like in a country like Russia, or you're going to get burnt out very quickly and discouraged very quickly and leave the field very quickly. And I saw all of that while I was there. Uh, remember when it, when it comes to telling others about your major decisions, you don't need to tell everyone everything, right? There's information we don't share with others about decisions that we have made as a, as a, as a couple, my wife and I, and there is a, there is information that my wife and I only share with specific people about decisions we have made. Uh, The reality is people oftentimes can't handle the truth, and in hearing the truth, when they aren't ready for it and open to it, they may act irrationally. They may act irrationally. I I was preaching recently on Palm Sunday about a conversation between Pilate and Jesus before Pilate handed him over to be flogged and ultimately crucified. I want to share with you a main point from that message uh, because I think it can help us to have more understanding and determining who to tell about our decisions and what to expect from them. And the main point is this. We have issues in growing spiritually and, and really grasping the truth and that, first off, we seek to know or hear what we can't understand. And, and I relate this back to the Pilot Jesus dialogue who ultimately Pilate couldn't understand who Jesus was or what he did. Secondly, uh, when we hear the truth, we can't process the truth. This is, this is sometimes our issue with hearing truth that we're, we can't understand. Uh, we can't really get, is we can't process this truth. And so Pilate uh, reacted with this question after the, at the end of the Jesus 
in his dialogue, uh, what is truth? What is truth? Pilate was still there. He couldn't process the, the truth he had heard from Jesus. And then thirdly, when we can't process the truth, we act irrationally, right? Pilate had Jesus flogged, which and, and then ultimately he was crucified. This is what happens when we have a closed heart. So not everyone you tell about your major decisions may have an open heart to your decision. Pilate seemingly had a closed heart to Jesus, right? Otherwise, he wouldn't have done what he did. Uh, he didn't really get who he was. He wasn't really open to hear who he was. Uh, that wasn't the main focus. He had more of a legal lawyer type perspective and not someone who was genuinely trying to understand what was going on with an open heart. If you're, if you're talking to someone who's going to be drastically affected by your decision, they're going to go through a grieving process. Expect that. Expect uh, some, some shock, some anger, some sadness, some potential distance for a while. Expect that when you tell someone about a major decision who it's going to drastically affect. For, for missionaries going on the foreign field, that could be close friends and family who, who aren't going to be around you on a regular basis anymore. I'm going to share some, because I think, I think we need to know what we're potentially getting into um, in following uh, God, particularly in, in making marriage. Uh, sorry. I, I think we need to know what we're getting into really with making major decisions as we follow God. There's some heartbreak involved in that. Uh, think about it. Paul greatly missed those he had to leave behind during his missionary journeys. You can, you can see that in his writings in the New Testament. Uh, the missionary life is is it's hard. Uh, you you say goodbyes regularly. Um, they're always going to be missing someone or some place. And you need to allow yourself time to grieve and to draw closer to God during those times. Don't ignore it. It's, uh, it's, it really is heartbreaking at times. Some of the stuff that you go through as you follow God, especially into the mission field, and you have to do things you wouldn't normally do. You wouldn't normally make some of the decisions you're going to have to make. You have to make some very hard decisions. And, and I want to share a couple of stories um, that are really just personal heartbreaking stories. When we found out we weren't going to be able to return to Russia and continue living in Russia, my wife and I had quickly found a house we are going to have built in a neighborhood that was currently in the works. Uh, we brought our kids to the to the new neighborhood's playground uh, the day that we were signing the papers to agree to have it built. And then we came out to the playground and, and told them the news. 
Although they really liked the playground, they were extremely upset with the news. Tears everywhere. And it went on and on and on. It was very heartbreaking and gut-wrenching. I'm happy to share that they're better off now, but I would be lying if there isn't a part of them, if there isn't a part of us that is still wounded from not returning. I I would say if we made that transition completely unscathed without being able to to return to Russia after getting the news that that wasn't going to be a possibility as we are stateside, I, I would say... I I would say we are lying if we 100% recovered from that. That, that's, That's something that leaves scars. It leaves scars on your personality. It leaves scars on your heart. It, It leaves scars on your thinking, on your emotions. On your relationships. That, that's the reality. That's the reality of, of, of something that you might could very well face going to the foreign mission field. Gotta share one more story. And this one sucks the most. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Uh, when we were making the move to Russia, we were not able to bring our two dogs. And a lot of, you know, a lot of missionary families have to part with pets. And that's, that is really lame. <laughs> uh, giving away pets when you move overseas is terrible. Um, at least with people, you're likely to see them again. But with, with pets, it's like you got to turn them over to someone else. If you can't bring them. And so we had to find homes for the for our two dogs before we went to Russia. And, and one of them we gave to someone we went to high school with. We, we as a family, uh, my, my wife, I, and our two-year-old daughter uh, went to bring the dog with her kennel and toys uh, to this, this person. And our daughter, who was two at the time, somehow figured out what was happening. Even though we didn't tell her, we just wanted her to be able to say goodbye to her dog. And we weren't really elaborating what was happening, the permanency of it, anything like that. I mean, she was very young still. Well, somehow she figured out what was happening, crawled into the kennel with our dog, and held on to the dog crying in the kennel. I mean, talk about heartbreaking. Talk about gut-wrenching. My wife and I, we sobbed after that on the drive uh, back home, the multiple-hour drive back home uh, for a very long time, and I don't like thinking about that time. And I, and I choose not to. But I think it's very important to share with you these kinds of things because um, making decisions isn't easy, but they shouldn't be these hard decisions shouldn't keep you from following God. And you shouldn't be misled into thinking, oh, following God in this way, 
uh, it's just the difficulties are going to be with, you know, uh, the mission work and all that stuff. Yeah, there's some difficulties with that. But a lot of the hardest difficulties you're going to face is the personal stuff uh, like this, like the leaving people, like the leaving your pets, like the making hard transitions at hard times. These are very likely some of the things that you could face in following God. And if you're a foreign missionary in going on the foreign mission field and returning. And it, it's a lie to say it's easy. It's not easy. Expect that. Understand that. Know that. So when it does come, because it will, it doesn't completely undo you. It doesn't completely break you down to where you're not even able to function any longer. Because that happens. Get counseling. Grieve. Grieve. Get coaching. Don't give up. Keep doing something pursuing God. Talk about your experiences with others. Listen to others. Dive into prayer with God even more intimately, even more often than you have previously. These, these, these are difficult things. And so these are just... Uh, just something that, that you need to be aware of, uh, to be aware of when you're telling others about your major decisions, right? So our, our, our kids, oh man, letting them know, even though we, we didn't specifically want to let our little girl know how in this way, uh, she figured it out. She figured it out. And letting our kids know when we were not being able to return. That was hard. Telling your kids is hard. Telling your family is hard. And and to think anything else is unrealistic. And I think sometimes people don't want to make these decisions and follow Christ because they're afraid of the difficulties and the sadness and the grief that they're going to face, but understand that grief is not going to be around forever. Yes, it can leave scars, but ultimately, if you keep following Christ and you keep pouring into him, you're going to move on to greater things, to bigger things, to better things. And so maybe this episode didn't go exactly where you thought it would go. Honestly, it didn't go exactly where I thought it would go. But I think it's extremely necessary and it's extremely important to know what to really expect when you tell others about the major decisions you are making as you are following God. Until next time, this is Jody and this is the Heartway Pastor and Missionary Caregiver Podcast where we seek to help with issues at the source.